With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is a match preview, Everton versus Brighton at Goodison Park. An opportunity to win three back-to-back games at Goodison Park. Jack, how are we feeling about that? Yeah, all in the space of a week as well. It's um, it's uncharted territory, really, isn't it? Um, been a while since we've been in what you'd call good form. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing against a good side in Brighton as well, so it is going to be tough. But I think in recent weeks as well, especially in the league, we've probably shown slightly better form than they have as well. Mm-hmm. We know they're a quality side yeah. and it's going to be tough. But it's one that I didn't... I'm not as apprehensive about this game yeah. as I thought I would have been. Yeah. And a large part of that is our current form. No, absolutely. Uh, Brighton, obviously coming into the season, you look at the fixtures and now they're one that you... You look at it and you go, Ooh. especially after last season. Last season was one of the most, not, I wouldn't say embarrassing, but it was very much one of the most one-sided games I've seen at Goodison Park for a very long time. We did not lay a glove on them last season. They were, they were, it was like, it was like when they played us last season, like, it was like the awakening. It was like everyone just went, oh my God, Brighton are really, really good. And this Everton are really bad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the manager still hasn't been sacked. Um, no, they were excellent at Goodison last season and obviously they ended up having a superb season. They got into Europe and now obviously everybody looks at Brighton and thinks that's how you have to do it as a football club if you want to get yourself into those European positions and maybe higher. And obviously this and this season, Villa are very much doing good things as well, but Brighton are the model because they have a model and it's very successful. Um but you're right, just coming into the game at the moment, Everton are on a decent little run of form. You know, I said could be three wins in a row, but as but as I said, three home wins back to back. Uh could be on the cards after uh, after Bournemouth and uh Burnley and then it could be Brighton, so the three Bs. But Brighton have gone a little bit off the boil, haven't they, recently? You know, I think you've got to go back to, I think it's the 24th of September, since they last won a Premier League game, 3-1 win over Bournemouth. Um, they have won in the Europa, Europa League. They beat Ajax recently 2-0, but defeats at the likes of Manchester City. They obviously drew with Fulham at home recently, Liverpool home recently. They got battered by Aston Villa away. And they seem to have, they seem to have, after having a great start of the season, by the way, when when the Europa League hit, they seem to have had a real struggle balancing that. They obviously got beat by Chelsea as well in the Carabao Cup, but they've seemed to have a, a quite a difficult act balancing the the Premier League with the with the European form. Well, it's something they've never had to deal with before mm. as a club, is it? In Europe, for the first time in history, when you look at where a lot of their players come from as well, you know, they buy from smaller leagues, they're, they're less popular markets. Mm. A lot of those players wouldn't have played continental football before as well. So 
it is just a learning curve for them. How well they do in Europe this season or not, I don't really know. But I think it will obviously affect them and we have been seeing that. Also, you've got the other side of things, which I think could be getting made a bigger deal of if it weren't Brighton, mm. is that they've lost some key players. Now, Brighton are good at replacing their players. They're happy to sell players. Mm. It's their model. But when you lose quality of players like Cachado and Alex McAllister, it, it does take a hit out of you. Yeah, I'm sure the players that they've brought in to replace them over time will do very well. And it, it's Brighton, isn't it? That's what they do. But... In the short term, with the combined difficulty of having midweek football as well in Europe, maybe that's just been a hard learning curve for them. I think they mm. might have a couple of injuries as well. and yeah, I think it's just taken that little bit of sting out of them. I don't think they're quite as fluid or no, a, a little bit less dangerous on the ball than they have been in the last couple of years. Yeah. They'll get up to speed with that players will get fit again. The new players who they've brought in will yeah, come they, in and adapt. But and it is. It is that it is the extra games, you know. Do you want to think they won five of the first six games, and then around the time Europe started, that's when the wheels started to fall off. We have some tough fixtures. Yeah, of course, well. but they've got the likes of Lam- the for the last week against Fulham, the likes of Lamptey was missing, Solly March, who apparently it, it, it's a bit of a bad one that as well, uh, and Cisco injured, uh, Danny Welbeck's got an injury, um, and Esputian. Stupanan. Stupanan. Yeah. See, I always get them wrong. I always get pronunciations wrong. Um, he's got an injury as well. So the 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 squad has thinned out a little bit. Um and obviously that's gonna cause that's gonna cause them problems as they try and balance these two competitions. And obviously they're gonna wanna do well in the Premier League, but they're gonna wanna do well in, in their first season in the Europa League. I think they were second favourites in the Europa League, by the way, behind Liverpool. Um but so far, I think it's one win, one draw, and one defeat. They started with a defeat, and recently, uh, obviously, beat Ajax, and they've got a draw away at Marseille. But they are still a good, a very good side. The way they play football is, um, you know, the way any team wants to wants to see them playing. The Zabi, when he came in and took over from Potter, he really did seem to step them up from that next level. Everyone thought it was going to be doom and gloom. Everyone thought it was going to be the end of the world. For them, but he really has taken them to that next level, and it's it's not. I mean, listen, they're not going to stay there all the time because that is a really high bar to set themselves. But yeah, he's done really well, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he made them a little bit more clinical than they were under Potter. Obviously, they had the nice football as well, and that was starting to really bear fruit as well. Just as Potter left, yeah, now, that's why people thought it was a risky move for him because things were starting to go really well at Brighton. Zerbi came in and just took it to a completely mm. another level and that's why they've got European football now. They're a great side and they've got some really dangerous players who will always be a problem. Even though they are missing some players, Brighton are a team who can probably get away with that better than some teams can because they are run very top to bottom. You know, They have their way of playing, they have a club culture. Mm. The youth players are probably more adaptable, they know how the first team plays so even though the quality of the youth player who maybe comes in to fill that gap isn't the same, they know how the team yeah. works, they can perform in that same environment. Yeah, and as we said about the injuries, obviously once you start getting injuries, the quality starts being lessened a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it is difficult for this difficult little moment for them. And what we have seen as well from them is when they get beat, they really get beat. You know, the Villa, we obviously went there and got and beat them 5-1 last season. But you look at the Villa results, six one. You know they got they're they're such a they're such a weird side because they can they do score goals, but 
they're so open as well. They, they really give you a chance. If you're, you get your tactics right, and obviously if everything comes off for you, then it, it creates such an open game. And I think that's what's such an interesting, interesting part of this game is because Everton in the last few weeks really have had the tactics nailed down. They aren't, Everton aren't a massively open side. And, you know, wait for their moments. They're not playing free-flowing football. Everton are using the moments and the set pieces a little bit more and the counter-attack. And that, that'll suit. That'll suit us come Saturday, won't it? Yeah, well, we've not been great at home recently. It's getting better. Yeah. Like you say, this could be our third home win in the space of mm. a week. But over the course of the season and the last few months as well, it's not been great. Part of the reason is we're not that comfortable on the ball, especially compared to a team like Brighton, who were great on yeah. it. The good thing for us is Brighton will come and sort of approach this like a home game. Yeah. They're going to come and they're going to want to get on the ball, mm. just like Burnley did midweek they mm. had over 60 percent possession brighton will probably have similar numbers and everton will probably be in that sweet spot where they like to operate with 36 38 percent possession that mm. seems to be where everton do most of their good work and they do leave a lot of space brighton they leave a lot of space through the middle and everton's strength in recent weeks has been that spine you know onana and decore two players who can really drive with the ball as well it's something we've seen in the five one as well, a lot of space in the middle for players like Decore and McNeil and Calvert-Lewin to mm. just run for him. It's something we'll look to exploit again, I'm sure. But look, Brighton aren't soft. They'll look at how they lost that game last yeah. season. They'll Okay, they won't compromise their entire playing style, but mm. they'll go, how can we avoid this happening yeah. again? So that's where we need to be adaptable as well. Yeah, I, I don't think we should fear not having the ball. I mean, Brighton recently, in the last game against Fulham, they had 71% of the possession and ended up with a 1-1 draw. In fact, when they played Villa and lost 6-1, you know, they had in that game 59% of possession. Yeah, you know, I don't think we should fear it. And we've allowed, you know, we allowed Burnham, we'd like to, like to Bournemouth to have more of the ball. It, it will suit us. It's just, it's where and when you take the ball off the opposition and not allowing them to get too high up the pitch, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's obviously going to be a tough game. Let's have a little look at the Brighton side that drew 1-1 with Fulham recently. Uh, Jason Steele in goal. Adam Webster, Webster Lewis Dunk. Um, I, I go in a three at the back. Uh, Pascal Gross, uh, Del Horde, uh, Adingre, midfield, Matome, uh, Adam Lalane, Belbet and Evan Ferguson up front. But let's just have a look at uh, Matoma's numbers for the season so far. 10 games, 3 goals, XG of 2.49, assist 3, and XG 2.34. And obviously you can see by the heat map there, how he's literally setting fire to that left-hand <laughs> side, isn't he? Cutting in, you can see exactly where he, where he goes and what he wants to do. And that will be, a, 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 you wonder whether that will, uh, the manager's decision will, again, on the right-back, be factored into those kind of things. Because we did say, before the Liverpool game, the manager had the decision to make in terms of who we picked. And, you know, I don't know whether he thinks he got it wrong that day, but pace and cutting in really, really did, you know, <laughs> it really did cause a, 
cause issues for Ashley Young to the point where he obviously got sent off. So this is a big decision for the manager to make. Yeah, against the player who, you know, running down that left-hand side and cutting in, it's his bread and butter, isn't it? Mm. I think if he just watched 10 minutes of Matoma footage and him scoring goals, he'd go, yeah. he, he does the same thing every time. Why to show him inside? But he's so skillful. He is a menace down that yeah. left-hand side. And, you know, I think Nathan Patterson's earned his chance. I, I really do. I think he, he was comfortable when he came in against West Ham. I think Ashley Young hasn't shown enough to, you know, be a guaranteed spot in that mm. right back slot. I still think he's he's decent sign and, you know, versatility and we can call on him if we need him. But I don't think he should be a guaranteed starter in this team based off what he's shown. And look, this is going to have to be a defensive performance from us at the weekend. I'm aware mm. of that. But Patterson does give us that extra option going forward as well with the yeah. option of an overlap around Jack Harrison on the right. I think it's time to pull the trigger on Patterson. He, he come out the team and he needed to come out the team when he did because he was struggling, but he's come back in. We've kept a clean sheet. Yeah, Young's not covered himself in glory lately. Give Patterson a go. It's going to be a tough game for yeah. him, but you know it, it'd be a baptism of fire won't it against yeah. Matoma but if he comes through that yeah. that'll be massive for him in his Everton yeah. career um, I think that would be the only change I mean let's have a look at the Everton team that faced or beat West Ham last week there you go um, yeah I, th I think for me obviously Patterson started the game against West Ham so it will be interesting to see what the manager does obviously he brought Ashley Young back into the side for the game against Burnley um, I don't think there'll be any other changes I think that will be the, the team that starts bar the one position the right back position whether the manager thinks he can cope with the pace we'll have to wait and see um, it's going to be interesting to find out what he does the other player I just wanted to mention as well who arguably could be more the player to watch than Matoma would be Evan Ferguson who's had really good start to the season he scored five goals um for Brighton so far so far uh, no 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 headed goals so which I thought it would have been but but five goals so far we saw him emerge last season again in this fixture um looks like he's got everything this kid to go forward is a big center center forward looks like he's got pace presence can finish, finish from outside the box. Um, Intelligent footballer yeah, yeah. as well, very switched yeah. on and therefore suits the makeup of that Brighton team. He's going to the top, isn't he? He's yeah. already very good, five goals already. He's a handful because he's such a physical presence, but then his first touch, how aware he is of the players around him, especially in a team like Brighton who have those runners in behind. He's a real handful and he's a player you do need to be very switched on again. And even on your best day, you might struggle against because he, he has that ability and he's only going to get better. So him and Matoma and especially Ferguson are Brighton's danger men, aren't they? No, absolutely. And it means obviously our defen defence is going to be have to be right on its toes and it'll be a, it'll be a, you know, a different ask. Physical presence for Tarki will love it. Brantwaite again, it's a different thing. Let's see how he does against them. He's come up against physical plays this season. It's it, you know, and it's how we deal with Matoma on on our right as well. But obviously they've got a lot of good, intelligent players. Um, a couple of Liverpool connections with Lavana and Milner as well in there. So it's it's a difficult game. It's a game that if you'd asked me a few weeks ago, I'd not been look would have been look would not be been looking forward to. 
But I am now. I am looking forward to it because I just think the level of our performances has gone up in the last few weeks. The consistency of our performances has gone up. The consistency of the side that we're putting out week in and week out is there as well. We've got options on the bench as well. And if we can keep that level that we've been that we've been ah, at least then you go, well, we've got an opportunity today to get to get a win. And if, if we do get a win, I think Think if we get a win, we go four points behind Brighton, and that'll show you that we're growing. And it's about for me getting into that pack above us and not being in the pack where it's like Everton are five points above the relegation zone. It's like it's been in the pack now for the mid part, or like or or the second pack. Then you get another pack, and then you get. I think the Premier League is like four packs now, rather than rather than uh, where you used to look at a three. But I think if we can get mid table or start getting the points where. You're not looking at every performance going, oh, if we lose today, we're back in, we're back down there. We we need that's where back to back wins are so important in the Premier League. They suddenly certainly at this time of the season, they suddenly elevate you into a different a different place, a different feel. There's a calmness to the club, there's a calmness to the fans when they go the match. That it's not all oh, oh, we lose this today. It's so it's it's a big important game for both teams. Um they'll be back in European football next week as well. So again, how does he juggle the two, or does he even, or is he even thinking that far ahead? I don't know. But um, they've had a clear week, obviously, because they win in they win in the they win in the Carabao Cup. But I'd rather have had the Carabao Cup in the week. I'd rather have played one and have that confidence and have the feel around Goodison that things are on the up. Yeah, and you want to be involved in the cup competitions, don't you? Mm. It's the same for Brighton with Europe, although that has probably hindered them at points this season. You take it, you've got to take it because yeah. you want to be involved. And this season, although it is a learning curve for Brighton and you know mm. they're adapting, they still want to have success this year. They want to keep building yeah. on what they've established. And it's been a tough couple of weeks for them in the league, and they'll be looking to turn that round. And that's what makes it a tough game for us. But look, we're coming in in form, it, it's a good test for yeah, us yeah. to see, you know, are we a level above where we were? Can we maintain that? And I think as the makings are quite an entertaining game. Yeah, it does, and 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 hopefully, I mean, it'd be great to get a win and go into Palace, um, ahead of the international break. If we could go into that international break undefeated, you know, in in these four games, you know, it, I think you know, mentally for everybody, you know, I know there's 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 been a lot of noise about Everton recently, and if it, you can't see the wolf for the trees. But hopefully, if things are starting to go one by one, if it's not looking at the lead table all the time, Sean Dyke doesn't ever look at the lead table, but if you're not looking at the lead table all the time and you're not worried about what's going on below you and you're going, oh, I hope, hope that, hope we, you know, if that team wins, then maybe we can, you know, maybe we can go up a place or whatever. Then we, we chalk that one thing off and then the next thing is, you know, the next few weeks, probably four weeks or whatever, you've got the commission stuff and if that obviously we're desperate for something positive to come out of that you know you whatever it is as long as it's no points deduction or whatever but we come out of that and then the next thing is obviously the buying of the football club and it's just like get through this little you're just slowly chipping away yeah yeah you're getting yeah. chipping away at all matthews's articles essentially and because because suddenly it does feel like there's just a little Little, little bit of light, light in the clouds shining through. shining through. Stadiums like so, looking amazing. And you're like, oh, 
And suddenly you are starting to think, you know what, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as what it's been painted as, or not as bad as you thought it was going to be. So, yeah, let's get let's get a little bit of optimism. Hopefully we get a win on Saturday and um, we start climbing that table. And then we can all start feeling better about ourselves, can't we? Well, not about ourselves. I mean, if I feel great about myself, to yeah. be honest, you know. Feeling better about Evan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm looking for, actually looking forward to going to a game at Goodison. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean you expect to win. No, but it means no. we're coming in from a good place, doesn't it? Expect and a good match. Yeah. I expect a good match. And, and a not... good effort from us, regardless. Yeah, and a consistent performance that gives us the tools to win the game. So, let us know your thoughts on this one. Do you fancy us against Brighton on Saturday? Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. And join us over on Toffee TV Premiere if you want daily live exclusive videos. They're all over there. We are literally just about to go and record one right now that is live and exclusive called Round the Tower. And it's amazing. And we're, going, we're going to do that now. So if you're on Toffee TV Premier, you can check that out. And if you're not, come and join us and check that out. Thanks for watching. The link is in the description. QR code's come on the screen. See you later.